This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome. After a brief hiatus, we finally managed to get the gang back together. Welcome back to the Wednesday week. Uh, I've got some important announcement to make right at the start. Uh, we've got no Ash tonight, so if you have specifically joined in for Ash's statistics, then I'm afraid you're shit out of luck. Uh, joining me tonight, I've got uh, Steve, Vic, Ben and Dave. Uh, we're going to try and make sense of a, a potential League Cup run and, uh, and what, what, what went wrong at the Wobbins, if you're uh, Jonathan Ross. Wibble, wobble, what went wrong at Wobby? Wobbins. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how he'd have said it, usually. Uh, you know, I'm just going to... She's not paying attention. Vic, how are you getting on, Doug? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I was just getting <laughs> Callum Patterson's Wikipedia page up, so no one knows what I'm about him. Well, I, I tell you what, I was going to leave that. Now the stat man's not here. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to pass it on to the, uh, to, to the young'uns. Um, ben, you know, we've got some transfer news today. He's straight into the Scotland squad because he was there before. Um, so now we have two representatives in the uh, in the Scotland squad. Do you know anything about Callum Patterson? I know a little bit. He's um, he start obviously started at Hearts. Um, done all right. Played right wing back for them. That's where everybody seems to think he's a right wing back from. Because when he went to Cardiff, Warnock said he can't defend at that level. So I put him into midfield and then up top eventually. Um, he scored or assisted 29 goals in 106 games for Cardiff. So, while he's probably not... It won't be the same as Wikipedia, Vic. This is more accurate. It's from me. <laughs> I mean, I can add up to 106. I'll tell you no, what, I was, I was trying to look Wikipedia at his Wikipedia earlier on. Game. It's given him something like a goal a game for his career at Hearts, hasn't it? <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen that. So, yeah, while he's probably not... Still, that answer to to his prolific scoring issues. He probably gives us that bit of physical presence up top, which we also need. Hang on. So, what you're saying is we've just got rid of Atty Nuyu, and we've replaced him with Atty Nuyu. Atty Muknuyu. 
mean, I mean, Dave, is the uh, is the Scottish contingent excited about this? I mean, I mean, what do you reckon? Is it is it nice oh, getting some representation? It's, just, it's been it's just been a non-stop party since we found out about it in the, the Scottish Owls. Um, I think I text. I think I text on the group. Um, my sort of take on it was that it's not it's not going to be better than Fletcher, but we're getting him at a better time in his career, um, probably for substantially less wages. And he's, he's probably going to be an, a, a, a pest like Nui was, a physical presence, hopefully with a bit more um, mobility. He's not going to be the be-all and end-all, but Vegas can't be choosers at the moment. We've got Isaiah Brown and Reach and Windass all having to dip in and out of up front to... I mean, they aren't really strikers, but they'll they'll show a bit of versatility playing up there. And the only out and out strike we've got is Rhodes, and well, he seems to have fallen out of favour already. So it's got to be, it's got to add to what we've got. Um, but let's hope that we we sell in the market for something else before uh, deadline day. I mean, you you must be like I, I'm, me personally. I'm actually pretty chuffed with the business that we've done in the transfer market, given our status, given the twelve point deduction, and, and all the rest of it, Dave. Like, I mean. Is this one up there with signings like Windass and uh, and Brown? I don't think it's a bad signing. I think I've, I've seen some people putting on Twitter sort of comparing the the worst of the the packs out era and the crap we were getting. Well, it's been stuck under Chan Series nose that it, it just had overtones of people lining their pockets and 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 misleading him. The business we've done under Monk has been better. Your eye offers long goes. Uh, Delhi Bashiru, Patterson, you, you've got to put it, and Windass, you've got to put it all into that collective. It's something like the best part of two and a half million spent on five players that all should should be worth more um, when they go out the other, the other end, or should at least wipe the, wipe the face. And at the very worst, we're going to end up with, with a very small amount of loss on these players, but there's every chance each one of those players, I think Iorfa's been sort of bringing a bit of interest about him. You'd like to think we'd make you know, ten times what we we, we paid on, on him at least. Windass has started well, so yeah. If you compare it era for era, um, but the worst of the last of uh, the the signs we were getting the the Dave Jones for three million and that compared to what we're spending money on at the moment, yeah, I put this this Patterson signing up there with the Luongos and the Windass and the, the clever bits of business. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Steve, I use you a lot to run things by. Uh, as, as you know, you are you are my uh, you are my black friend, and uh, and, he, nice and, and, <laughs> and uh, Dave mentioned earlier on I offer, and it looks like he's going to be switching allegiances uh, nationality-wise. Am I allowed to buy a Nigerian shirt with his name on the back? Of course you are. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, you heard it. You heard it. Of course you are. If you want to buy that shirt, you buy that shirt. You look good in it. Thanks, man. Um, I mean, I mean, what, what do you reckon about that? He's good enough to play for the uh, for the lads, isn't he? I mean, come on, that's a that's that's a that's a decent move. You're not move sure wouldn't he right? play for Nigeria? Well, yeah, I, listen, I also got half a chance then. There we go. He's, he's done well. He's, he's started the season well. You know, he's he, he was. I think personally, as a season over the course of the season last year, um, he started last season. We were told it was all about Julian Borner. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was you know the the, the big sort of signing the, the the defender that was you know the, the yardstick if you like. But over the he sort of dropped off around about Christmas time. I think Iorfa stepped in. Um, 
towards the latter end of last season when things weren't necessarily going well, and certainly this season, as a, you know, the, the four or five games that we've had, those silly mistakes that he's made at times last year, and he, you know, he, he'd make mistakes and then potentially go back in there with his, with his pace, change of pace, and sort of last minute saving himself. I, I think he started to cut those out a little bit. Um, it doesn't surprise me that there are teams that are starting to stick around him because he's a, a young age, a decent age. He's, he's strong. Um, he's putting in decent performances. Um, he's, he's, I don't think you're bigging him up enough there, Steve. I think he's done really, really well this season. I think he's been outstanding. Like, yeah, if yeah, not yeah. our best player. Steve's got a bit of trepidation, though, Vic, because we were talking like this like this time last year, weren't we, about how great him and uh, Burner were. And uh, that yeah. significantly went to piss and shit. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll talk about others. Um, you know, there's a certain player that played Sunday, and I'm, I don't want to get on the sort of the negative train straight away. But if we're if we're looking at sort of I author, um, I think at some point we'll wax lyrical about the, the sort of the, the the regeneration, the rebirth of uh, Tom Lee's. I think he's been outstanding as well in the last sort of two or three games. Um, you can't compare anybody uh, or those two. You're comparing those to Van Arken at the minute, I'm, I'm sorry, he, he's he's not a player for me. And I think Sunday showed that um, he's not the answer. And I know people are saying he's back in and give him a chance and so forth, but he's a no for me. Fair enough. I think traditional listeners of the podcast will remember that he kind of filled a hole that Vincent Sasso left in Van Arken. Yeah. I think for for people like Eddie and me, it just it brightened up the team sheet a little bit again. And But do you know what? There's no more unattractive than a shit defender. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, Vic. I mean, coming on to, coming on to Tom Lees. Yeah. <laughs> Can we not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> coming really on to Tom Lees. Name of your sex tape. Um, the, uh, <laughs> that was a good one. I'm having that one. I should write that down. Cat, get a pen. Um, no, it, not, it never happened. <laughs> I've just... Coming on to Tom Lee's, I mean, you know, you, you named your fish after him, Vic. He, I, I remember him a few years ago getting full name, so the fish had to get referred yeah. to, not Tom or Mr. Lee's. It was Tom Lee's. In the middle. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, he died quite quickly. He got stuck in his house and died. Uh, you have to feed him, apparently. No, um, I did feed him. He was just shit. Wait, so he's got one of them little plastic houses. He's yeah, crawled he in it. it. You, you fed him and he's just got bigger and bigger in his plastic house. <laughs> no, he just couldn't get out. He was just stupid. Carlos was like trying to drag... Anyway, this is the story of how I killed a fish after a few months. <laughs> did, did, did it take him half an hour to turn around? Because if it did, that's just about right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just couldn't see where he was going. I mean, he's been, he's been better, hasn't he? I mean, t- I mean yeah. Tom, is, is he looking in any better shape? I mean, you know... Camera's ten pounds, and we've all been sat watching it at home. I mean, what what do you reckon, Vic? What if Tom Lee's looks fit? No, I, how well's he playing? For rather me? shaggy nan. Oh, um, oh thanks. Sleeping. Like your nan though. Um, no, I th- yeah, he's looked better. He's looked better. Um, he's not. Oh, aye, aye. He's not like going to be a world beater anytime soon, is he? But I do think that the captaincy being taken off him has probably made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't think it was a confidence thing with him. Um, I think he's professional and you know old enough to know better. It's not a confidence thing, but I think that was probably just an extra bit of pressure that he just didn't want. His heart wasn't in it. You could see that when he was shouting and whatever. I think he'd rather just get his head down and carry on. And he said he's got absolutely no qualms whatsoever. It's not like they took it off him and he's kicked off saying he wants to leave. He's just gone. All right, yeah, no worries. That's what he does a lot of the time if a striker comes towards him, isn't it? Let's see, <laughs> no worries. 
Art imitating. Well, 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 the way that came out and spoke about it, to be honest with you, I thought, yeah. that, you know, the, the interview, was it Watford? Was that after the Watford game? Whenever it was today, they, they, they spoke to him about it. I thought the way that he conducted himself and the way that he spoke about the fact that it was, you know, I don't want to let that define me. And I've, you know, it was almost like if I leave Wednesday, I'm not going anywhere else. So this is it. It's shit or bust sort of thing. But um, I, I think his response is not to spot on. I think it's probably as well. I think it's going to be bigger personalities in that dressing room now where, like Vic says, I think it does suit him to have this sort of role-modelled professional as in how he behaves and conducts himself. He hasn't got to be this big character. You've got Bannon who's going to be, you know, height and nonsense, but he's, he's quite a big character. Chia Dunkley looks like he's the sort of person that's going to be quite vocal. I'm sure Patterson's going to go the same way. So it probably suits Lee's to just be as he is and then he can... He can the younger players coming through can see these vocal players, these big characters, but then they can also see what Lee's is bringing to it and then blend both those two assets and then take themselves forward that way, both being professional and also being a character. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's found his place now, I think, back within that dressing room. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's, you know, let's, let's move on to the football, Ben. So, uh, you know, most recently we played uh, Bristol City. Uh, my apologies for forgetting what day it was, which is why we didn't get a show out last week. I uh, I arranged so many, I had, I had a, a Bristol City fan to talk to. I'd arranged with you guys through a podcast and then uh, forgot what day it was. So that's nice, isn't it? Um, so let's, <laughs> we can't do a preview for that. So let, let's do a post, Ben. You were all here. I, I was going to say, mate, I just forgot. Like, I, you know, you just, you, you have one of the weeks where you go, that everybody had during lockdown. You know what I mean? I was working during lockdown, so I knew what day it was. But everybody just kind of thought, what day is it? It's either Wednesday or it's Saturday. Whatever it was, it was drinking day, wasn't it? You know what I mean? But, uh, but Benjo, get me, out of, get me out of this day-based hole. Tell me about some Bristol City things. First half, I thought we were, we were all right. Did, did quite well, created quite a few chances, but we didn't take them. And then second half, Bristol come out a different team. So did we. And it were a complete game of two halves, really. And what do you we were, think the big differences were? I mean, did we lose our integrity, uh, our yeah. intensity? Did uh, did well, Gary say to him, you know, drop it back, let's try and protect the draw? What do you think it was? No, I don't think it were for for want of trying to protect a draw. I think you said it were the first two things that we intensity weren't the same, um, which probably comes from from midfield to start with, um, but. I think that were it, intensity and tempo that that Bristol sort of took hold hold of the game and just just dominated. And when they got their first chance, they scored it. And then obviously we didn't really create anything in the second half and just put the game to bed with five minutes to go. Well, rubbish. <laughs> However, <laughs> there was. There was there was something that happened on the pitch. Now I must admit, this song uh, used to absolutely eat me alive because when I started DJing, yeah, uh, when I was a DJ, no, and a I was DJ. when I was a DJ, uh, this song used to eat me alive, and it was uh, Shakira's "Hips Don't Lie," and used to have everybody every thirty seconds going up, going, and it was always a Spanish chief. Can you play the Shakira? And you'd be like. Oh God! All right, it's coming. I used to end up having to play it every sixth song. Like you know what I mean? It was a bloody nightmare. However, the Kachunga chant, uh, twelve years later or fourteen years later, however old that song is, has made me fall in love with it once again. I need to buy. You know, I know you, the listeners can't see this, but I need to know by a show of hands, who has been randomly just walking around the house going Kachunga, Kachunga. 
<laughs> someone from uni. Someone from uni. I spoke to him today, and they said, "I don't know who he is." This, this girl from uni said, "I don't know who he is, but I've seen you retweet it on Twitter, and I've been going around now, just just coming out with it random, random times." <laughs> right he said, "I don't have a clue who he is, but song's unbelievable." I think, he's, I think he's yeah, really... I'm me tea and I'm going, it's from the Congo and he plays right wing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the accent and everything. Yeah, that right wing for us. <laughs> I mean, I mean the lyric, no bias, Elias. Like, <laughs> makes no sense. Someone needs to find out who the... Who, who the kid is in the video because how has nobody found him yet we did. i can't understand so someone was... who first put it on twitter isn't the lad that were in the video no so i don't know where it's it's initially he says, at the start he says oh this is for the wednesday group chat doesn't it so there is a group chat out there with that legend in it and i want i'm a fuck ollie i want him on the podcast now there was a there was a um there was a tweet that surfaced about two days ago and it was a group of lads you know i like you, you, you see them every now and again, just a group of soppy late teenagers stood there looking with that big gangly body that, that teenagers have with big flapping hands and Adam's apples sticking out further than the nose. You know, just like awkward teenagers with crap hair stood outside the ground. Describing uh, yourself. Yeah, that was me at like 19. <laughs> and um, yeah. I, I used to look like Angle D. Maria. Anyway, <laughs> just walking nose and hands. That's all it was. It was yeah, it worked pleasant to look at. And um, and this tweet surfaced, and it was uh, and it's from a few years ago. I want to say two or three years ago of this awkward group of teenagers with "Watch out, lads! The Wendy's coming" or something like that. You know, you know the ones that you see, like <laughs> and um, and like you know, we've all seen the West Ham one where there's that guy holding the imaginary pizza box. You know what I mean? We've all <laughs> we've all seen that one, haven't we? And it's one of them, and it said. Uh, you know, big anniversary of this tweet since we all got rinsed out on Twitter. And at the end of it is that lad from the Kachunga video. No! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's somebody out there knows him. There's somebody out. I'll, I'll dig that tweet out with the uh, with the group of the soppy lads. And uh, he, he's on the end. And he's managed to all of a sudden come from an internet zero to an absolute hero. It sounds that like a segment on the show for uh, Where Are They Now? That's got to be the oh, yeah. title now. It's got to be, who is that live from the Kachunga video? That's got to be the title. Let's get him on to sing it next week. <laughs> oh, I would die. Oh, you get really That would be more exciting than getting a DM from Jedward. Honestly, <laughs> that would blow my mind. But yeah, I, I am finding myself walking around the house just like you, Vic, going, it comes to Congo. And I'm putting the accent on as well. It comes to Congo and he plays right wing. Right wing. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Vic, are you upset that we have replaced one big shit kicker with another one? Absolutely not. I, oh, my love for Nuhu was pure. My love for Callum is not. How old is he? He's 25. That's perfectly fine. 20, he, look, he, he looks greater than Dr. Hill. Around. Yeah. <laughs> he's been around it, a long time. He looked like that when he was at school. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an harsh life up here. If you Google him, though, he's had some questionable moustaches over the years as well, so that does put me off. And then I was—I thought he looked really nice in the video, and then I went on his Wikipedia tonight, and he looks like my friend's cheating ex-husband, so that's really put me off. <laughs> oh, I know who listens to this, so hi, James, you're a... <laughs> it's, like one of those, uh, it's like one of those names, you know, like, like Steve, you, you work in the education uh, realm, and uh, you know, like, when you came to naming your kids, 
did you ever go, no, we can't have that name because there's a kid at school with it who's an absolute bell end and we can't, we can't name him after her. Like, you know what I mean? I bet that happens all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I'll not name the names because um, I teach if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> right, I tell you what, I am scraping the barrel of things to talk about here because, I mean, Bristol City, Dave, I mean, are, are we losing our minds yet? I mean, what's the, uh, you know, what's, come on, are, are we that bothered? Have we not said before, apart from the minus 12 points, the, the, the first four or five games for us looked, looked pretty hellish. It's not the sort of start you'd have picked, but by the same token, you as well getting the difficult games over, over and done with for a start. And away at Bristol City, I know they finished last season on a bit of a kind of downer, and I think that's what ultimately got Lee Johnson to lose his job. But they went off the ball, but they were, they were good and they were due to get back onto form. So I think for us to play well first half, go off the boil, I don't think we expected to win that game. And if, if you're kind of offsetting our, our start where we didn't expect to go to Cardiff and, and win either, then um, I, I, I don't think we should be losing his mind. It, you want to get back to zero. We want to get those minus points over and done with as soon as possible. But we've got to be realistic. Um, I think we've started well on the whole. I think the uh, recruitment's been good on the whole. And I think we need to start... Um, putting together two or three wins sorry Dave uh, every time you keep saying we started on the whole all I've got is name your sex tape <laughs> and I just want to blurt it straight out <laughs> go on go back to, go back to your salient point <laughs> <laughs> anybody who walks Brooklyn Nine-Nine and our group chat understands name your sex tape and that's about it um, yeah I've lost my train of thought Dan thanks for that <laughs> so, sorry mate so you were, saying, you were saying we're not pressing the panic button just yet even no. combined in the same week with the Fulham result I think that was to be expected. I think we've gone there in a... Fulham are a good team and they're a good team last year and they're going to get better and that was a cup. I mean, could we really... A cup run's always great, but is it a priority or is the priority getting itself back to, to, to scratch in the league so we can then start building on it? I mean, it's gone quite quiet in terms of the process of whether we're going to appeal this, whether there's any chance, whether there's any point. Um, so I think it's just... It's, it's heads down and gets it work towards getting to zero in the league and then look start building it there's a, there's a number of teams who haven't started particularly well and mm-hmm. I know I think I probably speak on behalf of everybody as soon as we can start putting teams beneath us even if it is no disrespect but your Wickhams or your Rotherhams or whoever as soon as we can start going above them uh, in his own right uh, whether or not we get the points um, back or not we'll start to feel better um, and it's coming I do think it's coming it's going to be tough um, it is still a relegation battle until it's, until it's not and I think we need to we need to treat it like that and as long as the players understand that that's what it is um, then we should be fine as long as they're not getting ahead of themselves I mean 12, 12 points out of a deficit but I mean like Steve if you, if you look around some of the teams that have started badly Forrest specifically I mean look at them I mean, I'm sorry Ash I know you think we've got a big hard on for Forrest but you know what I mean they've been shite haven't they? Oh according to the results they have yeah um, picking, up, picking up no points um, who's the other team? There's another team, Derby. Derby struggling like hell. Um, I'm, I'm, I remain optimistic. I think you know for the noises coming out of the club are really good. Um, there's teams that are down there that are going to struggle. God bless them. You know, a lot of people are going to have Wickham as a second team because they're doing something that they've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, Monty's right in, in what he's saying. If we can get to zero as quickly as possible, 
um, and start to get teams underneath us. But I maintain, I've said it before, um, we'd have only just gone down if we'd have had 12 points taken off us last year. And last year was an absolute fucking shit show, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, third of Christmas, Steve, third of Christmas. We were third of Christmas, but we, we, we dropped off. We will be better this year than we were last year. The, the, the business that we've done, and yeah, we've moved some players on, but that was necessary. And, you know, if we'd have, if we'd have retained people like Hutchinson, Lee, knew who, um, we wouldn't be recycling the squad. And that's what that was something that we needed to do. Uh, it, it was necessary. And the business that we've done, I think, has been really, really good. Considering um, that we're, we're at minus, we were at minus 12 and we've attracted somebody like Patterson and, Brown. you know, I, I, and Brown. I don't, I've not seen a great deal of Patterson other than seeing him play against us for Cardiff. But you look at the, the, the comments that have been Based on social media today, they, you know, I can't, I can't think of a time that we've signed a player where everybody's gone. Well, I can. We were happy, you know. Everybody's saying that this is a, a lad who's of a, a decent age, versatile. Um, he's going to come in and, 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 you know, make things a little bit better for us. Um, which is, it's great news to, to, you know, that getting to minus twelve originally. You're thinking we're going to be scraping the barrel of League One, League Two, trying to get people in. Um, we haven't done that. We've signed. We've signed really good players. I think mm-hmm. Lee's coming in, um, start of the season the way that he has has been fantastic for us. Luongo's fit. Windass is fit, and I know that I've been a little bit down on Windass when he was with us last year. Um, no, I think he, he's great. I, I wasn't Monk's biggest fan last year. I think the stuff that Monk's done um, has, has been really good for us. Um, having a team around him, positive. I, I think there's a lot of positives to come out of, uh, or a lot of positive vibes coming out of the place at the minute. Um, the, the, the social media stuff as well I have to say this the social media stuff's great it's, it's almost like a siege mentality and that's something that I think counts for a lot when you're going in uh, digging around with those teams that are you know competing at the bottom end and we are going to be competing at the bottom end for better part two or three months but eventually you'd like to think that if we can get on a run and there's no reason that we can't we're, you know, we're going to start climbing that league Absolutely I mean Vic you used the, you used the term there recycling the team Um I mean, we, we've had a, a, a big personnel change uh, recently in the, in the last couple of months, more than we've ever had in the last five, six years on, under Chancery. I mean, do, do you feel that there's a better vibe around the players? There's a lot more them and us and we're in it and we're fighting and this is what it's going to be. I mean, you know, do, 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 you, do you get that vibe? Um, I, wouldn't, I don't think it's, like, it's that far, but I do think that obviously – if you listen to Patterson's, Patterson's interview today, he even said, you know, as soon as Gary Monk came knocking, and it shows it's like, there seems to be a bit more of a take back of control from the mm-hmm. new personnel. Like, obviously, nobody has smelt of Doyen Sports for quite a while, which is quite strange. Um, and it just, it seems to be that, you know, he's building his own team and he likes young, hungry players. It looks like that's what he's doing. He's getting them together. So for me, I think, I wouldn't necessarily say we're all, we're all in this together and all that shit because I think there's still, you know, we are still the fans and that's what mm-hmm. we've got to deal with. But yeah, I think there's something about it definitely. I mean, the, I mean, Ben, there's been something I've been I've been like thinking about, and yeah, and, you know, you you going to ask uh, you out? Yeah, yeah listen, <laughs> I, I think you're really pretty. Um, <laughs> Uh, I could tell you, you know, is that new shirt? What's nice on you? Um, no, what, <laughs> what I'm saying is, um, does the Hillsborough crowd, especially at home, have a negative influence on our players? Or is it 
because of the signage we made. Do you feel that not, I mean, we didn't do too badly after the restart. Well, we started quite strongly, didn't we? And then it kind of tapered away. I mean, do, do you feel that the crowd is sometimes quite a negative influence on the team? And we are thriving under this, you know, this COVID world of nobody there. Um, I think we probably, I think it probably has been negative since the playoff final. I think there was that much expectation going into the season after that it just it killed all the fun of it. Even though we statistically and technically did better, much mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. It, that first first season under Carlos, it were everything was going right. It was working for us, and then as we saw after it, it just as I said, despite doing well, fun got took out of it next season. And it just it just got worse from there. So. Yeah, it's typical, really. When, when things are going well, we're, we're better, better than any, as good as any. But when it, it's not been to the level that we, we all seem to think that we deserved after that first season under Carlos, it's mm-hmm. it's been quite toxic. And yeah, it's it's got it's got to affect the players on on the pitch. But well, I yeah. was uh, I was thinking of that. Uh, you know that chant, Carlos had a dream. That I think we all sang in our heads, Kachunga Kachunga, and and this hand gesture that I'm doing right now, he does it at the beginning of the video, and I don't know what that is. He goes Kachunga Kachunga. That's on that's on the hole. <laughs> yeah, it's like what's that? Uh, what's that bloody website? That, that Twitter account, like you know what I mean? Uh, simple it's like it as a gif. It's my pinned tweet. <laughs> so uh, Vic, you've got us some. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're talking about the uh, Carlos had a dream song. I remember thinking about that the other day and thinking there's going to be a point where the Kachunga Kachunga song falls away just like that one has. Uh, and much to my chagrin, I'm going to be very upset when he turns out to be absolutely bloody awful uh, and we, uh, we, start, we, have to, uh, we have to bin it out. But Vic, you've got some breaking news on the identity of the Kachunga man. I have tracked him down. I have just DM'd him. Bear with me. He was just replying. and now he's he he is the person that put out that tweet that Dan was on about. I've gone back through some other ones and somebody said, which one are you? And he's pointed out and it's that guy. So he did just start replying. I just got the three dots. They're like the ellipses of like temptation. The ellipses of temptation. I love that. But, oh. But, I'm um, this now when, when we point out. I know. Well, if I can get him on, I'm going to send him a fucking Zoom link right now. Send him nudes. Send him. Send him nudes. He's only a teenager. Do you know you've got him by the short and curlies. There you are. Give, give him. Give him. Give him a link to your OnlyFans with your balloon sex. Go on. Get him in. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. What are we talking about? Are we talking about football? Right. I'll. I'll leave. I'll leave you with that, Dave. Dave. Yes. Talk to me about football, for fuck's sake. <laughs> have you got any... I've got, I've, as, as we're listening now, we've got people driving on their phone now, searching through OnlyFans for Vic Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday balloon sex. You know what I mean? That's, that's what we've <laughs> got. <laughs> so I'm doing it now. Yeah, that, that's the name of the episode, if I'm honest now. So, uh, I never so really wanted talking? to use this like, platform to plug my OnlyFans, but... Yeah, yeah. It's not balloon sex. It's balloon <laughs> sex. It's, it's called Busty Foster Mums. It's called uh, balloon flu sex. You know, you've got to have a niche. Do you know what I mean? You've got to get a niche in there. <laughs> I'm absolutely gone. I'll tell you what, what I'll do, I will splice in the bit. If I manage to get hold of somebody from the opposing team that's coming up this weekend, I'll, uh, I'll put it in here yeah. now. 
All right, we're back. If we're back, if we're not back, <laughs> that was just a weird silence that you just had. Uh, but, <laughs> but I've just noticed that we are coming to the end of our uh, allotted Zoom time. So, uh, listen, thanks a lot for joining us. Was that 40 minutes? Was that that long? Aye. It's probably a load of me and Steve chatting about work at the start of it. That's what's happening. But uh, if, <laughs> thanks a lot to the guys that have joined us tonight. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at TWWcast, or you can say into your uh, smart speaker, I can't say her name right now because she sat next to me. Uh, if you say into your smart speaker. Well, uh, all right. Alexa, play the Wednesday week podcast. Hold tight. Here's the Wednesday week from Amazon. Yes! Podcasts have now launched on Amazon Music. Apparently. Free access. That, no, it's just an advert. Sure, Alexa, stop. Yeah. Just, yeah, I, Alexa, delivery stop. services are available. I know, isn't it? Bloody hell. Uh, but if, we, if you do want any sponsorship, Amazon, give us a shout. Yeah, uh, we do. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we do want that. We do want that. So uh, if you want to give us some of your money, uh, that'd be mint. Okay, so uh, further to Vic's breaking news, this is an addendum on the uh, on the on the last podcast you've just heard. Uh, we managed to fa- track down current viral sensation in the Sheffield Wednesday uh, fraternity. This is Vic's, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. Here he is. He's joined us. He's joined us now. Those who don't know him, uh, it's the uh, it's the chap that we. Uh, that we've all been retweeting we've just and talked about all night. We've not done any yeah. football. We've just been singing that. Yeah, we've just had a uh, we've just had an entire entire forty minute show based on the uh, on the song that you come up with, Big. So, tell us about it. Tell us where it came from, and are you a big Shakira fan? Because I'm more general. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else this, but I I go through a phase of just like, having like a song stuck in my head for months, and like I don't know. So like, it was hips don't lie. So you know, I was just, I was just thinking of it, and then like. What's that all happening? We've announced Kachunga. I'm, I just saw it on Twitter and I'm like, wow. So like, <laughs> I was excited. So and I'm like, Shakira, Shakira, Kachunga, Kachunga, it like goes together. And everyone in like the group chat, they were like proper hanging on about it. So I did, I, at first I did it for them in the group chat. Yeah. And they all proper loved it. Um, so I met Cam, like, he, he asked off, can I put it on Twitter? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then expected it to get like 50 likes and just like, and we, like a couple people going, oh. Bit, bit dodgy, man. <laughs> but then everyone starts loving it, and I'm just proper shocked. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, I know that you kids all live for likes on the internet and retweets and, uh, and Instagram likes and all the rest of it. Is there a small part of you that's a bit pissed off that it's not come from your account and it's come from your mates? Oh, no, because... I'd be fucking furious, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There, there, there weren't before then. There is now. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought about that yet, had you? Now you're thinking, oh, look, all of that online traction I could have had. Now, uh, what Vic was asking earlier on was, have you got a, a second verse yet? Because we're all, we're all foaming at the mouth for it, mate, if I'm honest. I've got a proposition for Kachunga. Um, like, if he just follows me, just right. any bit of acknowledgement, I'll happily make a full song. Okay. Oh. Beautiful. That's the way to play it. Okay, there's your teaser trailer there, Vic. Box in the air. Let's get it out. And, and this little bit now, let's send it to Kachunga now. And if he retweets you uh, from your account, obviously, yeah. uh, then uh, then second verse is coming because we're all excited about it. This will be more wanted than an Oasis reunion at this rate. <laughs> now, now, Vix, have we, uh, have we got any more chance in the pipeline? Or uh, are you going to quit while you're ahead? Like, you know what I mean? Because that tricky second album's always always been the one to undo bands. I mean, we all know what happened to girls allowed. 
And for that, I was thinking, I was trying to think of something, but I'm not that sure. Because I, I don't want to do it and I'll just ruin my legacy. But I want to eat but I want to start and finish on a high. That's it, mate. That's it. Yeah, so, no one wants to be doing like towers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, faulty towers, the office, the end of it, right on a high. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? the, 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 we don't get that, mate. We're too young. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you love Dad's army, mate, so you can you can leave faulty towers alone. Now, now, Vix, we constantly tease Ben about uh, you know a, a lot of us grew up in the nineties, so we got to see us when we had some decent players. Now, being a Sheffield Wednesday fan who was born in what two thousand three. Um, yeah. You've seen some shite, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to get better either. Wait, I don't know. I might be in positive, but I think I'll have to wait until I'm about yours age to like, you know, see it for him. <laughs> well, well, I've been, been waiting literally half of my life, mate. So <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's um, my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I, I, I constantly tease Ben that he probably had players like Lee Peacock on the back of his shirt. I mean, who did you have on the back of yours? Isn't that the shirt? Isn't that that year's shirt? The one he's got on, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, that's Peter, Gil- Peter Gilbert on the back. <laughs> Peter Gilbert. Brilliant. So I bet like, hang on, being like seven, I bet I bet you were big fans of players like, you know, Clinton Morrison. I'm trying to think of 2010, 2011, like the, the big, the big jobs. I mean, bear in mind, you didn't get into football probably until we were in League One playing Dagenham and Redbridge on the opening day of the season, were you? Yeah. <laughs> There's a load of people listening to this now going, fucking young people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They've seen nothing. I bet he doesn't even wear a mask when he's out. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't social distance. <laughs> so, um, so, Bix, before you go, Paul, uh, two things. Um, how do you think we'll get on against QPR this weekend? And the, uh, and the second one is, uh, if you've got any more chance, I'll offer you a proposition. Do you want to use this platform to get them out there? <laughs> oh, okay, um, the original. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or can, can we have that Kachunga Kachunga on With here? the hand we'll, we'll all give it that okay. one. <laughs> um, okay, um, I'll do a live performance, because why not? Uh, my mum might get a bit annoyed, but... Um, and QPR, we, I reckon we're going to honestly get like a 3-0 win over them. I'm being really positive. Kachunga hat-trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if that happens, my life will be complete... All right, then. If that so, happens, you're on again next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, that's happening. Bix, if you want to queue up your music, pal, I'll um, I'll burp into my hand a little bit first. Well, I mean, I'll to like, use, like, instrumentals, like, I mean, you, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you don't you know, get money off YouTube, so you can use whatever it's fine. This, uh, this is Lady Gaga at the Super Bowl for you, this, pal. You can jump off the stadium stadium <laughs> for all I give a shit. Like, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> you know what I mean? However, while, while he queues up his music, I will congratulate you, young man, on being able to start a chant that's that's hit the Wednesday fraternity such as much because you see them on Twitter all the time and the the people that try and start chants and try and get them going because Yorkshire people are the way they are the first thing they do is go bloody rubbish that's crap I'm not thinking that that's rubbish whereas this one seems to have really hit home so if you're ready Bix. <laughs> Kachunga, Kachunga. Show me the Congo and he plays right wing. The Scorigola, the Wednesday sing. No bias. Elias. Much better than Marco Matthias. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. A live performance of the Kachunga song. Thanks. Thanks a lot for joining us, man. Stay on the line. And, uh, well, we'll see you next time. Okay.
Bye, everyone. The Wednesday Week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.